Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. I am your host, Bobby Sampson. I am joined with the man right there beside me. His name is Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, buddy? Not too shabby. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. It's fucking cold, but I guess that goes with the time of the year. Um, other than that, everything is beautiful. Can't complain. Uh, everybody, before we get into the show here, remember, look at the bottom of your screen, just down there. And uh, like and subscribe, man, to all our different platforms. We're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, we're on Facebook and Instagram. You can catch us on Spotify, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, you can catch us yep. on YouTube, if that's what you're watching right now. Is there any other place they can find us? I think that's pretty much it. I covered it all. All right, so we got all that taken care of. Before we get into anything else, um, last Saturday night, David Morrell, an up-and-coming prospect, like number one, one of the top prospects in the uh, super middleweight division, fought a Kazakhstan fighter by the name of, and I apologize in advance if I've uh, butchered his name. I've been practicing it for the last two hours. Adios, uh, you're bossy Nuli. Pretty good, man. Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, this fight was really, really good. I was really enjoying watching it all. Uh, we got to the 12th round here, and uh, he he got knocked down. Yasser, um, Yasser Basanuri. He got knocked down. He got back up, but then he got knocked down a second time, and that's when the referee finally stopped the fight. Um, the guy, he, he was really beaten up. He was out of it, and uh, to the point that Morel looked back and helped him to his corner. I mean, first off, great sportsmanship. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. We got to see more of that in the sport. Uh, unfortunately for him, he got taken away on a stretcher. They put him in a induced coma. And, uh, you know, I don't know what to say. Uh, just things like this, when that happens, it's really unfortunate. So uh, our prayers and best wishes are out to him and his family, hoping for a speedy recovery. Absolutely. Latest, latest update we have right now is that he's in stable but in critical condition. Um, not sure if he's still in the coma that wasn't released or anything like that. But uh, yeah, that's basically you know not that, the way not the way I want to start the show. But unfortunately, the, those are the things that we have to remember before anything else. As much as we love everything here. Um, <clears throat> You know, the health of these guys is, is, is the world to us, right? Uh, it, well, it's probably the most da dangerous sport in the world, uh, even probably more dangerous than MMA. Because, you know, in MMA, you get a punch head, you can grapple the guy down. Here, you just get punched in the head, punch in the head. Your yeah. brain just constantly moving around, not meant yeah. to move around. Like that. Yeah, I was looking at something earlier in the week, and I, I don't remember who, who, the, who, who the boxer was, but uh, he went down from a shot that he took from, you know, he took to the back of the head. And he went down, and even the commentators thought he was faking. And yeah. uh, it turned out that the guy had bleeding inside his head. Yeah, it's such a dangerous, vicious, vicious sport. Right. You know, so it's just, I, I just want people to be aware that as much as we love seeing the good punch and the good shot and the great knockouts that we get to see, remember, these are, these are human beings, guys, and uh, they're putting a lot on the line to keep us entertained, to allow us to do these podcasts. Um, and to make a ton of money for themselves too, but yes, you're right. You know, at the end of the day, they're they're putting their lives on the line for us, for our entertainment. So and for a ton of money, yeah. You know, this is beyond money, bro. I mean, well, they fight, fight for 
they fight to become no no i get it i get it but that's not the point here you know the the point is it's just they sacrifice a lot for us right no they do and and when they get hurt and stuff like that you know money is the last thing on my mind for no i agree but but I, I know what you're saying. I get what you're they saying. They fight man. to get paid. And they want to get paid as much as they can. They sell their own mama out to get a big paycheck. It's dangerous. I respect what they do, but uh, it's for the money, right? Maybe we still sell anybody uh, injured in anything, right? Well, you know, in some things maybe, but not everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, he makes a good recovery, speedy recovery. So I hope so. I don't know if he'll come back to the ring. I mean, after something like that, it's kind of you know, I don't I know what not. commission would give him an opportunity again, right? So. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's kind of taken care of. Best wishes to him and his family. Uh, yeah. WBC had their conference this week, Chance. And, yeah, I seen whole, that. Of, yeah. and a whole bunch of fights were announced, and I got a bit of a list here. And not so, one that anybody wants to see. <laughs> they're well, good, but no, no, I, I think they're all kind of cool matches here. Uh, Deontay Wilder against Andy Ruiz. This is the final eliminator to see who's going to take on. Tyson Fury again. I'm kind of hoping Andy Ruiz wins just because I don't want to see a fourth fight between Deontay. I don't think he will because uh, right after this, Tyson's once he beats Derek, he's going to fight Usyk, and they, they're saying like March 23rd, Usyk and him are going to fight. So it'll yeah. be a while. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a while. But regardless of that, whoever wins this is the mandatory, um, yeah. the mandatory challenger for the WBC heavyweight title. Uh, Errol Spence versus Keith Thurman. Um, I wasn't sure about this one. I'm still not sure about this one, but you know what? If it's mandatory, it's mandatory. I mean, Keith Thurman's only had two fights in the last three years. I don't see how he can become, you know, the next one for a title. By decision, but Keith will give him a tough, tough fight. Yeah, no, Keith will give him a tough fight. But, you know, it just it's kind of weird. It kind of makes me think that, um, you know, Crawford's really dodging the real challenges here. I mean, considering who he's that way. Well, considering who he's fighting, and again, you know what? No disrespect to who he's fighting. I mean, at the end of the day, he's probably 10 times better, 150 times better than I'd ever be in the ring. So, you know, respect to him from that perspective. But he's at not, he's yeah, not that at that he's level. Cool. He's so not at not that cool. level of, of a Terrence Crawford, right? Where Keith Thurman here is more of a level guy. So, yeah. you know, respect oh, to Errol. Yeah, so it's, it's a tough fight there. This is a fight that I'm really interested in. I'm looking forward to. David Benavides against Caleb Plant. That's going to it's probably be happening in February or something like that. That should be a great fight. The winner of this is a mandatory for Canelo. Should be a fun fight, yeah. I like, like I mean, at the end of the day, I like Caleb Plant a lot, but I want to see David Benavides win just so now Canelo has no chance to run away from him. Has to fight him, yeah. He has to fight him or give up his title. He gives up his title. It just really solidifies. They always cements. find ways to, 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 you know, make the, you can wait for the next fight. They say mandatory, but they always find loopholes to dodge for the big money fights. <clears throat> next one here, Shakir Stevenson, personal favorite of mine, going up against another personal favorite of mine, Isaac Cruz. This is going to be a hell of a fight. At yeah, that's a good one. That's going to be a fun fight, man. That's going to, I think this is probably one of the first real challenges for Shakir because Pitbull's not, no joke. No, he's not. He's going to give him a tough right? fight. I think Shakur takes it, but it's going to be a tough fight. I mean, in, uh, in a lot of ways, this guy gave Javante Davis a hard time. He did. Right? He's a good fighter. He's huh. great. I really enjoy they him. They call him Pitbull for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tiafimo, another favorite, you know, a, a personal, personal favorite of mine. Uh, he's going up against Sandor Martin. Uh, you know, interesting fight. Tune-up fight. Tune-up fight, but it's kind of cool. Good to see, good to see them going. Yeah. And Stephen Fulton against Brandon Figuerera the second. 
So those oh, are nice. basically the fights that we kind of have coming up here in Good. the next little while. Fights, the Shakur Cruz one's the best fight. All the fights you just listed, none of the fights that the fans want to see. Yes, Spence and Thurman is great. We want Spence and Crawford. Joshua, sorry, Wilder and Ruiz is good. We want Wilder and Joshua. So you know what I mean? There's, they're, they're good, but they're not, besides the, the uh, Shakur Stevenson fight, they're not great fights. They're not the fights that everybody wants to see. They're good, but they're not what they should be. Okay, when you say everybody, let me just clarify that. Are you talking about boxing fans or the casual everybody, fan? Everybody. Like, okay, everybody. well, I tell you what. People, people, would, people would rather see um, Keith Thurman versus, uh, sorry, Keith Thurman, Spence and Crawford instead of Keith Thurman, right? No, no, 100%. There's a lot more better fights but, that can no, be made. But bad. you know what? This it's is a good bad. list. I mean, you know, it's a good yeah. direction. This should lead to better fights. Let's hope. Keep our fingers Let's crossed. Hope. I hear what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, no, you know what? Let's just, just kind of roll with it, man. Um, yeah. Speaking of fights that have happened, Bivol against Zurdo Ramirez. Um I think it was a master class for 10 rounds. I give Zurdo the... I'd say I give Zerto the second and third round. Uh, other than that, I mean, Bivol is for real, man. Like that yeah, dude is serious, right? Not only can he control speed, but he controls distance very, very well. Not knocking. He's not putting. He's not really putting a big hurting on his opponents, but he's he's winning the fights. He's hitting the shots. He's like you said, controlling the distance. He knows when to turn it on, when to turn it off. But he's not finishing guys. I don't think guys are scared of him physically. He's winning on points, but he's not like. He didn't really have him hurt too much a little. You know what I mean? He didn't really have him where he thought he could finish him. Yeah, no, I mean, he didn't. But, I mean, again, it's just more of a practitioner kind of Floyd style. Like, you know, just you just pick away, pick away, pick away, get your points yeah. in. You know, and that's what he basically did. It's what he did against Canelo yeah, no, as he, well, he, right? So, I mean. Maybe maybe Gilberto had maybe three rounds if you want to be generous. But, yeah. Not well, I gave him two. I gave him two and three. You know, uh Definitely. To, to at the least tenth two round, rounds. I noticed that Bibble took the foot off the gas a little bit, and eleventh and twelfth, he turned it up and just you know closed the deal. Absolutely. So I mean, because he knew he had control of the fight. Yeah. Um, which leads me to this now. I don't want to see him fight Canelo. I want to see him fight Better Beef. Better Beef's thirty-seven years old, so he's got to get the fight soon because he's only getting older. Well, I think that's what's next on line. We'll probably see that in, in the springtime. I think probably March, April. I would like to see that fight. I mean, it's perfect timing. Both guys have now have had their fights. You yeah. know, they're kind of lined up to kind of face each other and unify these belts, man. Unify that's them. That's what Bibble says he wants to do. So maybe that'll be his next fight. Maybe he'll make Canelo wait. Canelo, right, well, hey, you know what? I don't blame Bibble. Canelo made him wait. He fought Triple G. Couldn't Bibble wanted to fight him right away. And Canelo said, no, I'm fighting Triple G. So. I wouldn't blame Bibble if he made him wait. I'm gonna fight better be first. And if you're still around, then we'll do it then. I think I think it makes more sense for him to fight for his own legacy and accomplish the things that he needs to in his own division to be that dominant guy that we know he can be. And uh, you know, it, it's only gonna happen if, if he takes that fight, right? And, he'll, and yeah, he'll fight Canelo eventually. They'll get it on eventually. Oh, they'll get it on eventually. I mean, Canelo, like I said, it's on the shelf. He's got he's got problems of his own, right? Yeah, the wrist that, surgery. The wrist surgery, that and whatnot, and having guys like Charlo Benavides, people in his own division, saying, "Hey, where are you, pal?" Right? Yeah, you, know, you keep dodging us. But, um, but I don't blame him for them calling him out. He's the king of the mountain that division. They're going to call him out. They want the money fight, right? I don't blame him. He can't answer everybody that calls you out. We are that no, no, no. level, right? No, no, no. That's fine. But the fact is, these guys have been calling him out for the last three years, and he's taking every other fight, but. So, in a way, I'm kind of happy mm -hmm. WBC is kind of mandating things now a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. To kind of 
force him into the fights that people want to see. I mean, I'm not a Canelo get, fan by any means. I can't no, stand it. I, I don't. But what like I'm it. saying is, he's got to he's he's got to take the money fights too, right? Yeah, yeah but you know what? Though, then, then strip him of the titles. It's not everything. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's the thing. Here's the thing: the fight. Like we talked, you've talked earlier about fights that people want to see, right? Mm-hmm. Benavides Canelo is a fight that people want to see. Yeah, that'd be a good one. The only one running away is Canelo, right? Yeah, but he's he's, he's a little bit older. He's doing a little. He's doing it for the Floyd Mayweather playbook. He's making these guys wait. He's making these guys chase him. He's making these guys age. He's playing the long game, right? He doesn't care what. But the average Joe says, oh, you, your legacy. Well, he's, he's thinking about this. That's all he's yeah. thinking about. Same thing Floyd did. Floyd waited Manny out six, seven years, right? Yeah, no. Sleazy, like, but, but that's how he's playing it. He learned from I, Floyd, right? Yeah, well, you know, it's not, it's not the way to do I'm it. I'm not it's, saying it's right, but that's... No, no, no. And, and this is why, you know, UFC and MMA... Absolutely. Is you told so the fight. better. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're getting the, fighting this guy. Yeah. But for example, this weekend, we have UFC 281. Who would have thought that we would see Israel Adesanya defend his title against Alex Pereira this quickly? I know. So to give you some context on that, Chance, I'm sure you already know, but for the fans, let's give them some context. Israel Adesanya came from the world of kickboxing before coming into MMA. He had an amazing record. He only had two losses on his record. Both losses came to Alex Pereira in boxing. The first one was a decision. The second time, he knocked him out. Okay, Alex Pereira came to the UFC. He's only had two fights, and they're making this the title fight now. Yeah, I think his MMA record is like six and one or something like that. Six and one, but he's only had two fights in the UFC. He's yeah. ranked number fifteen or fourteen, something like that. Don't quote me on it. But this guy's getting the title shot now. I think a lot of that has to do for the fact that Adesanya has cleared out the whole division. That's part of it. Yeah. So he's cleared the path for him to come to the front. But besides that. Dana White, hate him, love him, whatever you think love of him. him. Love the the guy. guy, the guy, make, the guy and his team, their team makes fights that people want to see. Absolutely, dude. That's the one thing about UFC. You're getting the fights you want to see. The best fight, the best. They're not afraid to to lose a train, literally getting derailed, like you know, and you, the hype train. Yeah. I mean, Connor versus Aldo. If if Connor lost, would Connor have been who he is today? No. There you go, right? But that's just the risk you take. Yes, yeah. And they're, yeah. And they're willing to take that risk as a, a company and not lose their gravy trains. I think another appeal for, let's just say, for the 18 to 34 year old for UFC over boxing is the three five minute rounds or short fights. Sometimes in the boxing enterprise, you get 10, 12 rounds, eight rounds, and people don't want to sit through all that waiting for the main event, right? So you have to see the short fights and they, the, and they keep them moving, right? Well, the only problem with that is we live in a silly, I mean, I, we use the platform, but we live in a TikTok world now where everybody can only stay exactly. tuned to something for five seconds and then they have to change, right? Yeah, that's no, um, true. You know, so that's the unfortunate part. But hey, you know what? That's okay. We have to evolve with the times and that's just the way the future is. Us old school guys will, you know, continue on. Um, Ricky Hatton has an exhibition fight this weekend. He's looking amazing, man. He's looking good. He lost so much weight. Hats off. I mean, only people forget how good Ricky Hatton is. He only ever has two losses in his whole career. Knocked out, obviously, Cole by Manny Pacquiao, and then he lost to Floyd. That's pretty good resume when you say he lost two of the best of all time. He's a well, good fighter. 
No, he's really good, man. Ricky Hatton was awesome. I loved watching him when he's fighting Mark Ryan Pena Barrera too, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's also like you know, it's a bit of a love fest between the two right They're now. Good friends, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool yeah. to watch. But I'm gonna watch that fight. I like both those guys. Yeah, it'll be on the zone this weekend, uh, this afternoon. I don't know what time that particular fight will be on, but that's the that's uh, Saturday. That's a Saturday afternoon. It's yeah, a fun fight. The, uh, it'll be a fun, a fun fight. fight. That nobody part. wants to lose. I, no, I just hope they don't do it like uh, May, uh, Mayweather. I hope they don't do it like Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. That was god awful to watch because Tyson wouldn't hit him in the head, Roy wouldn't hit him in the head. So there's doing body shots. If you're gonna have a fight, then they should have a real fight. You know what I mean? That was not a fun to watch. So I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't just dance around and do pot shots like a sparring match, and it's no fun, right? Well, I tell you what, man. I mean, you look at what Ricky Hatton was before he took this fight to what oh, he is huge. going into this fight. I don't think either one of them, especially him, is not wanting to just to dance around and take body shots. I mean, this this guy trained hard, man. Oh, dude, dude, he, his hands. I was watching it. His hands, he looks good, man. He yeah, I was watching that as well. Good. He was uh, yeah, hitting yeah. the mitts, right? Uh, that video. Yeah, and then Barrera yeah. in the ring with the translator. Like, this is gonna be fun. They're two tough guys. No, it's gonna be fun, man. I mean, like the best story. thing they could do is, you know, I'm not saying go full bore, but at least go seventy percent on each other. I think that. Yeah, I, I hope so. I think that. Will. You, you, don't, they, you don't, These guys want to keep doing more exhibitions, right? So they want to put on a good show for everybody. You don't you know? lose that. You do not lose that much weight just to fucking dance around and you know cuddly body shots. <laughs> People forget he's a short guy. What is he like five six, five seven? So when you're that short, all that weight shows up even more when you're standing there, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Impressive. This might be let, and this is good for his boys because both his boys are fighting now as well. Uh, we got one of Hatton's boys, I believe, fighting on Sunday in Abu Dhabi. I, I think, right, Campbell Hatton. Yeah, he's yeah. on that card, um, the undercard of the Floyd Mayweather versus YouTube Sensation Deji. Wow! How many rounds is this one? Four rounds, five rounds? Uh, I don't know. I think four, four to six yeah, rounds. But, easy, uh, another easy win for Floyd. Pot shot, dance around a bit, make a couple million, call it a night. That was a fun press conference. I don't know if you caught that or not, but if it you can fun. go back. Go back and watch it. There's this one guy up there. I, you know, I should remember his name because I mean that guy tried so hard to be bigger and louder than everyone else, man. Uh, pretty he? boy. Yeah, he he goes. He his his uh, tag name is Pretty Boy too, but that oh, guy nice. just wouldn't shut up, man. He kept talking. He kept talking over everyone. And then what did Floyd say to that? <laughs> Floyd came out. Floyd finally comes out, and you know it's kind of weird. Say what you want about Floyd, but he. The awe and the respect that all these oh, fighters yeah. had in their eyes, yeah. right? Like he stood up and and he basically talked to each guy in his press conference, right? He comes out and this guy who calls himself Pretty Boy, he's like, you know, what? I understand what you're doing. I like it. Keep it up, right? Blah blah blah. And then he goes to the next guy. Hey, this is what I think. And he's kind of mentoring these guys as he's giving his own press conference. He's a hell of an entertainer, man. He is. He knows what he's doing. I mean, outside some of the domestic violence things that he did, I mean, quite frankly, the guy didn't really do anything wrong. No, just beating up his woman did nine months in jail, but other than that, it's pretty... I mean, I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I know what you're it. saying. He had the one blemish. He didn't do as bad as some other guys have done. I get what your point. He's not as bad as a character as as, as people make him out to be. No, he's not. He's Is all it... entertaining. He's playing a villain role. That's what I'm saying, but it just if you get him alone, like in in that instance, you saw the real Floyd in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I, that sounded horrible. I'm trying to. Back no, no, I know. What you're to say. <laughs> he always says like uh, "love me or hate me." You gotta yeah. watch him, which he's right. No, he's fine. I mean, and I think a part of it is, man, it's all about the cockiness, right? Oh yeah. If, if you if if you get 
if you get slighted by a, a fighter's cockiness or whatnot, then they're doing their job. It's like a heel in wrestling, right? If you really yeah. truly hate the guy or can't stand him or are really looking forward to seeing the guy fail, yeah, like you start to blur the lines of work and shoot. That guy's that good, you know. That that's a, you know, he's got to be able to see through it. And you know, even me, even at the best of times, sometimes I get suckered into go, man, that guy's a jackass, right? Like, yeah, but, but you got to know better, right? So yeah, you know, I think that, we're gonna, I think we're gonna see a pocket game, Mayweather exhibition here soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Pocky is fighting on the twelfth. If he says he looks good, he'll come back and like fight the pros again. Well, I, I'd rather see him do that. I think he's going to fight Earl Spence, dude. He wants that fight. That he, even though the I thing happened, he wants that fight. It's a big payday for him. And if he feels good, he wants that fight. I know, but here's the thing, man. After watching what Ugas did to him and then watching what Spence did to Ugas. I know. Like, I get it. His legs weren't right. And he'll never, uh, you know, talk about it that way. I'm talking about Pacquiao. Yeah. But he went into that fight with a few ailments, man, against Ugas, right? Yeah, maybe he's feeling good. Maybe he's feeling fresh. Maybe I don't know. Fresh, but, you know, just, again, never say never, right? He'll, he'll be the underdog for sure. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, lest we forget as we head into Remembrance Day here, uh, how know. do you like how I used that line? Pretty that cool, good. right? Thanks, Very man. Good. All right, all right. 10-9 on the scorecards for me so far. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, where, where was I going with this? Where was I Talking going? about exhibitions. Exhibitions. Um, I, I almost feel that People forget about what George Foreman did at 40-something when he won the heavyweight title. So if, if, so if Pacquiao, as Roy Jones said, you all forgot about me. Yeah. You all forgot about me. You can't forget that, you know, no matter what, yeah, you might be a little slow. You might be a little, you know, yeah. whatever the case may be, Mother Nature will catch up to you. But you still have your set. You still have your skills. You don't forget how to do your oh. shit. Right. Don't forget at 40, Pacquiao punched out Keith Thurman first round, knocked him down, beat his, beat him all night. So he did still go. That was three years ago, but so. What's kind of funny, you see, you bring that up. Like you say, we got the mandatory with Spence and, and Pacquiao or Thurman now, right? Yeah. It's kind of curious like how that's going to be handled. Like if Thurman comes out and gets the shit kicked out of him, then I don't want to see that. But if yeah. Thurman puts up a good fight, and I'm not expecting him to win. For him to win, that'd be something spectacular, right? It would be, yeah. Um, you know, it would have to be something really like that sweet spot on the chin or or outpointing yeah. him. That's oh, yeah. you know, I don't know if I'd want to see Pacquiao fight against Suspense. You know, maybe some you know middle card talent or something like that. Not not that he can dominate, but just to I don't think he will. Though. I think if he comes back, he's going to get one of the top five big dogs. So he won't well, bother. You know what? And I'm we'll okay see how with he looks that on too, though. 12th, though. Well, I'm okay with that too, only for the fact that he's earned the right to fight whoever he wants. And you know, a guy like Spencer Crawford will say yes because, like, hey, I get to knock off a legend, get some big money, bring him in. So, but I'm not saying it'll happen. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I'm just really disappointed in Bud, man. I, I don't know what he's doing, man. I am disappointed in Bud. Like, I don't know what side is right or whose side is wrong. He said, she said. They're both saying whatever they want, right? I mean, Al Heyman, is he the bad guy in all of this or what? Like, I mean, why couldn't they make this fight, man? It was just too It seems that Spence, Spence is at least having a competitive fight. Well, which leads me to believe that it was Crawford that was the catalyst to not letting this thing go through. And he was the first one to come on and complain, oh, it's all Spence, it's all Spence. So he jumped the gun on that because he knew. So I think it's yeah. more Crawford, but <clears throat> should be, they should be fighting. It's a waste. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, um, 
I wanted to share something with you before I lose this thought. Uh, are you familiar with one Stephen Colbert? I am, yep. Okay, I so don't watch him, but I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. So he's the guy who took over for technically, I guess, David Letterman on the late show, is it called? Yeah, the late show. Yeah. Uh, he had Bono on there recently. Okay. And uh, Bono is the lead singer of U2, which just happens to be one of my favorite bands of all time. And um, Stephen Colbert asked him a question. It's like, have you ever gotten an autograph from anyone? You know, considering how big of a name he is and what he yeah. is in the world. And he said, you know, I've never told this story. And he goes, I, I asked for an autograph once in my life. And you know who he asked, who he asked an autograph from? Muhammad Ali, probably. Absolutely. He asked an autograph from Muhammad Ali. And uh, when Bono signs an autograph, he always draws a little picture. What, does he? Yeah. And this is the story. So when Bono got the autograph from Muhammad Ali, Ali drew a little picture. So nice. And ever since then, Bono's been signing his signature with a little picture there as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, I didn't know that. Cool, cool little story, right? I mean, yeah, I got two of my two favorites right here. Nice. And now my third favorite, they're all connected. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that's a cool little story. It's a cool little story. Do you have any cool little stories? Not like that. I don't watch late shows. I mean, I, I used to once in a while, Letterman here and there, a little bit of Leno, but I don't bother the new guys. Do you have any cool stories of what happened in boxing today? I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, there's a guy people might know by the name of Roberto Duran. Roberto Mar Duran, no moss, no moss. Yeah. Uh, 39 years ago today, fought Marvin Hagler. In the beautiful Caesars Palace, 15-round decision, he lost. Hagler came out on top. Good fight. It's on YouTube. You guys should go check it out. 15 rounds, only did 12. I think 15 rounds is a little bit too long, but, I mean, but these guys can go. These guys are warriors. And they, hey, so, man, I'll fight. tell you what, man. That's when men really were men. Fight. That's when men were men. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, that that's when dudes were real men. Like, yeah. <laughs> cool fight. So, yeah, Hagler, Hagler with the unanimous decision in Caesars Palace, 83. Beautiful Las Vegas. I think that was one of the best times in that division. You had Hagler, Duran, Leonard, um, Hearns. Um, Hearns. I mean, God. And there, there are probably another three or four guys in there who were just as, you know, unfortunately they were there at the wrong time, but they yeah. would have been the head of that division if those four weren't there. Uh, Hagler, as you know, is my favorite boxer. And Duran's not that far off that list for me. So watching that fight, you know, it's kind of bittersweet because I am cheering for Hagler, but at the same time, I'm kind of wanting you to like see Durant too, yeah. I love Duran, man. I mean, Duran is, he's not underrated, but I don't think he's given enough credit a lot of the time. Good fighter, tough guy, man. They're all you tough know, dudes. He, oh, they're all tough, man. I mean, for him to say no more, that that just crazy. This shows you how crazy that those four He denies that to this day, eh? Huh? He'll never admit that. Well, you said it, man. No moss, no moss. No, I don't. No he'll moss. never admit it now, though. He's like, I didn't say that. He tries to say it. <laughs> man, thank he God for it. thank God for ABC's wide world of sports that were there to cover that fight, man. I mean, shit, that was fantastic. I, I mean, think about it. Thirty nine years later, all the biggest fights most of the time are still in Vegas. Play yeah. capital, all the gambling, all the hotels, people just everybody comes to that place to watch the fights from all over. As far as Atlantic Jersey, Atlantic City didn't have more fights. I mean, they have their fights. They have a but few, I mean, but not like Vegas. Vegas got all the, just so much bigger and better there. All the whole, like I know Atlantic City's same kind of idea, but Vegas just does it better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the not saying they don't. I'm just yeah. surprised that you know, Atlantic City has doesn't have more of of uh, 
of a history. I, I know they have their history. Yeah, but I know what you're saying. Not like the Vegas history. Yeah. Yeah, like I think New York history, Madison Square Garden has a stronger history than Atlantic City. It does. Yeah. Like I mean, what would you say would would for the East Coast would it be New York or or New York? Atlantic? Yeah, right. Probably. Yeah, Madison Square Garden, the Hulu Theater, or whatnot, what have you. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I mean, we basically talked a lot here. One more thing, did you see before we, before we wrap this up? Did you see the uh, uh, Andrew Tate and Jake Paul little thing today? You know, I did not. Why don't you tell me about it? I won't ruin it for you, but get it. They're getting each other's face. They're talking a little smack. The fight's going down pretty soon here, so should Wait, be a good Andrew fight. Tate, Andrew Tate and Jake Paul. Andrew Tate and Jake Paul on announced today. Really, it got announced. Yep. They made they, yeah, they met face to face today. Oh, really? When's this yep. for? January, February? They didn't. I don't. I don't know if they announced the official date. If they did, I didn't hear. Like I was working, kind of skimming through it. But they're fighting. They're, they're already doing the smack talk and boxing. And, uh, boxing, yeah. Okay, interesting. And, and I know, Kate's a former I, world champion kickboxer, so. You know. Well, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. Is it boxing or kickboxing? Yeah, boxing. Um, it's interesting that he's taking that fight, considering that his older brother and him are the ones that have the beef. Yeah, and Logan's actually not a bad boxer. He went in there with Floyd Mayweather. Not as good as Jake, but he went there with Floyd and lasted whatever how many rounds. I, I, I personally, here's here's my thing, man. I think I think Logan should just stick to wrestling. Forget boxing. No, he is. He's not doing boxing. Jake's taking that, but I'm saying Logan wasn't bad. Not no, as good as Jake. But I mean, he. You're gonna see Jake Paul at WrestleMania. I'll tell you right now. I guess he's got a tag team match going on or something. He'll be there, especially because it's in Hollywood. Uh, the Paul brothers there, you know, who's Usos or something. I don't think I don't think Logan's going to be ready for if me. Logan's able to go. If he's not able to go, then no. That puts a damper on everything because I mean I can honestly tell you that probably would have been the match that Usos that'd against cool. the Usos against those guys. That'd be cool. In some form, I think that's would have been awesome. Um, but I just don't see him unless he's got John Cena healing powers. There's no way he could be ready, especially with those injuries. Yeah, probably not. It's too bad because he's doing good, but he'll be back. No, no, he'll be back. I mean, I'm really happy to see. Like I said, I've been telling everybody, people have come and asked me, um, you know, just to ask me, just texting me, hey, what did you think of Logan Paul? Because they know, you know, how I feel about wrestlers and people coming in and not respecting the art form and, you know, just kind of faking it. And I, I was the first one to admit to everyone. I admitted here on the show, the guy fucking did amazing. And I'm really proud of him. And I'm proud yeah. that he respects the business. And, uh, you know, as long as he continues to do that, fuck yeah, man. Keep going, bro. Keep going. Yeah, I've, I mean, always, I've, always, I've always been part of the Paul Brothers from day one. Even when I was in the gym the other day, everybody's like, damn. Like, I'm not their biggest fan, but I've always supported them in boxing and wrestling. They're like, damn, dude, these Paul Brothers are doing good. So I told you guys, watch, watch them train. You'll, you'll see how good they can go. No, so. no, no, no. I'll still maintain, cool. like I've said from day one. I mean, Jake Paul, fight a boxer, and I'm fully converted. But here's that's only that's my only thing, right? I mean, he's looked great. He's training hard. I love what he's yep. doing. I want to see him test those skills and that training that he's doing against legitimate talent. I'm not saying he has to fight A level, B level, fight a C level fighter. Just fight someone who's completely dedicated to the sport as you are. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Other than that, you know, all and other than that, yeah. I mean, he's doing really good. Uh Andrew Tate and him, that that just kind of caught me by surprise, man. That's a lot. Well, dude, it's gonna be a big fight. These the way these guys are gonna trash talk and build this hype. Be a lot. Remember, Andrew Tate's rich. He's got you know, he's got a lot of followers. Jake Paul's got a lot of followers. Yeah, didn't he make all this money off of adult cameras? Something I'm like not that. Sure how he made yeah, 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 yeah. I know, yeah. I know he didn't make money, he didn't make the money off of fucking kickboxing. I'll tell you that. 
No, 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 no. Right? No. You know what? Here's the thing, man. I'll be honest. I am going to be a Jake Paul supporter for this one because I don't care for Andrew Tate at all. <laughs> I've, I've heard a lot about him. I haven't really listened to what he said. I've watched, some of the I've, I've, I've watched uh, some of the interviews that he's done. Uh, did, I watched the one that he did with Piers Morgan. Um, my only problem with him is that I'm not saying he's wrong in his views. Everyone's entitled to their opinions and stuff. I just don't appreciate how he's trying to get, you know, gain a following from children. Yeah. Right. You know, that that's where a lot of his fame is coming from. That's where a lot of his clicks are coming from. You know, yep. it's just like, oh, yeah, you know. I, I know him as a kickboxer or what have you, but kids know him as this guy that says cool shit. Yeah, he's banned from every social media platform, eh? Right, yeah. So, I mean, from that perspective, I mean, you know, it just it just comes down to that whole thing again. It's like, be entitled to your opinion, be entitled to what you believe in. You believe what you believe in, I believe what I believe in, but at the end of the day, we, we respect each other and yeah. our beliefs, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, but but when you start influencing children, that's where I have a problem, and and that that just that 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 spectrum covers everything. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't appreciate having children being influenced at school, unless it's like education based. Like this is how you do math, this and that. Yeah, I'm I'm referring to more the social aspects of life, right? I believe yeah. that's a parent's job to educate their children. And and to kind of share the family view, I guess you could call it, but kind of leave it at that, and let your children formulate their own views, right? Totally agree. Yep. You know, totally agree with you, you know, having everything force fed and, and kind of rushed down your push down your throat, and you come home and you tell your parents that this is what they say we have to believe in at school. I don't agree with that at all. So Me that, either, dude. that would be my only knock on Andrew Tate. You know, other than that, you know, preach on brother, say what you have to say. I mean, I'm in no place to tell you what's right or wrong. I believe what I believe. I think you believe what you believe. And yeah. um, just leave the kids out of it. That's all I'm going to say. I, I agree with you 100%. It's going to be a good fight. I look forward to the trash talk. Can't wait to see it. I can't wait, man. I mean, this is one time. Second hour YouTube, saying, there. It went down. I will. Way. After I go down, man, like I said, we just came home from work and we fired up yeah. the old uh, Google box here and to get the show up for the fans. And yeah. I will go back. But that's the thing. I didn't even see an alert or anything today for it. So much things going on every day. So it's hard to find it out. But yeah, it happened today. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. But Bleacher Report didn't have anything on it. I get all these alerts all day long about this, this, that. And yeah. I didn't see anything on that one um chance i mean here we are man it's it's a long weekend uh i don't know do we wish of people a happy remembrance day or happy what, remembrance day, yeah. is it a happy remembrance day okay so everyone you know uh happy remembrance day here we are november the 11th tomorrow we will take a moment to to remember those who gave their lives so that chance and i can do a podcast 100 yeah. yeah more or less right i mean at the end yeah. of the day uh, so thank you to all those people who have served that are currently serving. Um, it means the world to us. I'm actually in the room right now. My grandpa who fought in World War II and in the Korean War. So oh, yeah. wow! Yeah. So yeah. your your grandpa, your grandpa's uh, respect to your granddad, man. Thank you. Yeah, uh, little 91 years old. Grandpa Cartwright. No, Grandpa Hutton, my mom's dad. Oh, he told okay. me two things. He goes, I, "You never." He's like, he never sat. He always sat at the restaurant with his back to the wall, so we could get him from like you know like other people fight you. And uh, he always had one saying, keep your mouth shut, your balls open, and never volunteer. The reason why we would say never volunteer, most of the guys in World War II 
what they do? They volunteer. <laughs> That's kind of how we'd always say that to me. Even I lived till I was like 28, so he'd always say that. Your mouth shut, your balls open, and never volunteer. So you so, were able to spend a lot of time with him as a kid? I lived with again? him for, since, from 92 to 2007 till he died. Oh, okay. yeah. oh fantastic. So it's a, lot of, a lot of his stories, uh, he, he probably had a lot of crazy stories, man. Yeah, I heard some pretty good ones. Yeah, Korean War too. So yeah, I heard a few few good things. So so things. what what did he do in World War Two? Uh he drove the transport trucks. Um yeah, the transport trucks, did some artillery stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Never so, was so asked where was he? In, in in France? Where was he stationed in Europe? All over duty, went all Germany. Over, right? wow, yeah, and France. So 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 the Korean he War did. was about ten days ten years later, something like that, right? Roughly. Korean Wars in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. So about five to ten years later, um, why did he go back? Did he ever? He already ask started him? World War Two, and he just felt it was his duty. I guess back then men were different, right? He well, said no, back almost, then, right? I don't know the exact number, but he said basically everybody in World War Two on the Canadian side volunteered. Really? Eh? He wanted to do it. He was going to be a pilot, um, but his eyes weren't good enough. Oh, okay. So he had to do well, that. So. Yeah. Uh, did he ever touch on any of the mental health issues or anything that he kind of dealt with? No, no, they didn't talk like that. They didn't talk like that, right? Oh, men, heard... men. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I never heard anything about any of that kind of stuff. Wow. Well, so you I know never what? Asked either, but... I salute you, Grandpa. Grandpa, yeah. sorry, Han... Grandpa. What was his last name? Hutton. H u t t o n. Oh, uh, Grandpa Hutton. Thank you, Grandpa Hutton, for your service yep. and uh, you're shining down on your grandson. Uh, thank you for everything, and thank you to all the other veterans that have put the time Absolutely. and effort and energy out there to, you know, protect us. Right, hundred percent. Uh, well said. My grandfather was in the war as well. My dad's dad, so oh, nice. I, I don't know what he did or or what role he played, but I mean, he was in the army. My dad was in the army as well, um, but the, I don't think there was many conflicts going on too much at that point. But Still serving the country is honored. Maybe for my grandfather, but I don't know too much about what my dad's service was, unfortunately. We never talked about it too much. Uh, yeah. The only thing I know that he did in the army was box. So Yeah, it was a lot of tough guys back then. Yeah, yeah. So my dad was a boxer, amateur boxer. So, you know, that's where my love for the sport is. Uh, yeah. Chance Michaels, I tell you what, brother man, let's wrap this puppy up. Oh. Let's get going and enjoy the long weekend. Uh, any adult beverages in line for you this weekend, my friend? Uh, I got to work tomorrow. I got to go to the, I got to go to hockey at the kid here pretty quick and I got to work tomorrow. So Okay. I'll get you going. Cause I see a little head popping up at the corner of the screen there. So I will roll away from you here, brother, man. Thank you. It's been a slice. I am Bobby. Sampson. I am Bobby Sampson. End of the words, the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you and salute the veterans. And we do salute you. We salute the veterans. That chance, Michaels. And in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, we will see you guys Tuesday afternoon. Adios, muchachos. Have a great long weekend.